0: me, Esme Goron. It has been a very long time, it has been Christmas, new year, new me, you know, January has come and gone, we're already kind of deep into February, although it's very mild today, I thought it'd be a bit more snowy this month, but um... Hello, welcome. If you have not seen this show before, it is called Sound and Vision. We like to talk about all things arty, all things musical, combining my obsessions to create a show which is uh, basically teaching you all to uh, see things with your ears, you know? So we're going to describe the artwork, talk about the history, the philosophy, and then hopefully uh, some songs will go with it which you like, which uh, mix bag, you know? Um, I like to mix it up a bit. I don't want to have just one genre, it's basically any song which I think goes well with the artist or the artwork. So that could be folk, it could be a bit of grunge, it could be drum and bass, who who knows? Um, but I'm very happy to be here with you on a Sunday. My show has shifted from Wednesday to Sunday, um, so I am rounding off the week with a nice arty musical, uh, dare I say, vibe. And um, yeah, so the artist we're going to look at this week is... Um, Iris Van Herpen. Now I've done Andy Warhol, I've done Yayo Kasama and I have delved into some Tuva Jansson. So that's sort of illustration artists, um, sculpture people, sculptures (laughs) and um, installation artists. But this week I want to go into fashion because here we don't like to just do paintings, we're not boring, we talk about all sorts of genres, all sorts of different mediums and Yeah, this week I'm excited to talk about fashion because I love fashion and Iris van Herpen is definitely one of my favourite fashion designers and she uh, creates, well she's really extending the boundaries of fashion and making it into something very sculptural, which I like. Um, She is from the Netherlands and I'm sure many, many people out there listening you will know this artist. Um, Her... Sculptural pieces are very well known for being very fluid and nature-inspired and the fabric almost looks as though it melts into the skin of the models, which I think is really cool. So, you know, clothes and model become one. Um, But before we get too deep into this, I want to play my first song, which I immediately thought of when researching this artist. Um, this is a song from uh, the well, the band is called LUMP. And if you know Laura Marling, um, the folk writer singer person, she's fabulous. I really like her. And do you, if you know Mike Lindsay, I've played a few tongue songs over the you know over my time here. And Mike Lindsay is a really awesome producer and also folk writer. And basically, they have melded together, (laughs) they have combined forces, and created a very experimental, folky, electronic sound with this band called Lump. Um, They are really cool, I recommend listening to them. The production is insane, in my opinion, and yeah, it's just a bit different, a bit quirky. I haven't really heard anything quite like it, and the song I'm going to play is Bloom at Night, so Mm. enjoy.
1: drawn to pack, at such rates and not put money on your struggles to relate those who find themselves acclaimed go to god to get renamed. it took Affliction lasts for life I suspect that you'll regret your lust for light I suggest that you address your appetite For to be seen to cast your beam across the night i sure. sure.
0: And that was Bloom at Night by Lump, the band which has formed with Laura Marling and Mike Lindsay, two awesome uh, folk artists who are really transcending the folk uh, genre into something fresh and new. Um, That song is really awesome, I really like it, it's quite good. Um, So the artist we are discussing in this week's episode of Sound and Vision is Iris van Herpen, the fashion designer from the Netherlands. Um, now, the collection I want to discuss in this episode is her 2019 collection, Hypnosis. I found it quite hard deciding which collection I wanted to to discuss because um, they're all just so awesome and uh, they're all very unique as well. They, she She really does something fresh every single time she puts on a collection, but this one really caught my eye especially if you go onto youtube and you just uh punch in hypnosis hypnosis iris van herpen 2019 you can watch the runway and she made a really interesting installation on the catwalk which um basically made it look as though when the models were walking they were kind of being sucked into a sort of vortex and you really did feel as though you were being hypnotized watching the catwalk which uh, again it makes the fashion uh, a performance it's not just the clothes or the garments it's so much more than that it's um it's a show and it's there to make you feel something which I like um her sculpt uh, her, uh, her clothes are very much uh, fluid and she plays with the elements so they're not just you know um these objects these clothes they look like Some other medium, you know, she plays with trying to create smoke or mist or water and turning that into a piece of clothing um, using various different types of materials such as 3D printing. One of the first fashion designers to use uh, 3D printing, which is pretty cool. And um, she does a lot of hand sewn things. So her favourite thing is to have that sort of physical interaction with the fabrics and the materials she uses. Um, and she says that's sort of one of her favourite things about fashion is um, that sort of intimate relationship you have with the fabric, especially with hand sewing. Um, Yeah, so the ideas behind this hypnosis collection, it was very much inspired by um, the kinetic sculptures of Anthony Howe. Um, The three-dimensional cyclical harmony of Howe's kinetic sculptures is the wind beneath the wings of this collection, as she puts very poetically there. How's omniverse sculpture explores the relationship with nature and intertwines with infinite expansion and contradiction, expressing a universal life cycle. So again, it's this kind of idea of a never-ending cycle. Um, so she's trying to visualize this idea of being in a cycle or being sucked into a vortex or hypnotized or all these different things which is quite a hard thing to capture in clothing but she does this in such a beautiful way she says it's um a hypnotic uh, her, yeah her collection is a hypnotic visualization of nature's tapestry uh, again very nicely poetically put there um, the symbiotic cycles of our biosphere that interweave the air land and oceans It reflects the ongoing dissection of the rhythms of life and resonates with the fragility within these interwoven worlds. Oh, it's just so beautiful. And I love this huge emphasis on nature. She says her inspiration always, always comes from nature as it does for so many different artists, which I've been looking into over the series of making these shows. Uh, I guess we can never quite comprehend nature and that's what makes it so magical. Right, the next song I would like to play is Cornflake Girl by Tori Amos. Um, yeah, let's get into it.
2: Oh, this oh, this is not really happening You bet
3: your life it is You bet your life it is Oh
2: honey you bet your life It's a real out oh, the watch you
0: "Flake Girl" by Tori Amos. Um, of course, I had to play that song. It really—I don't know. There's something about Iris van Herpen's uh, collections when they're uh, walking down the catwalk. There's something really powerful about them, and I feel like that kind of song really motivates and empowers, uh, as well as Tori Amos's amazing voice and piano playing. Um, so, the hi- collection "Hypnosis" from 2019. Um, This collection had lots of different kinds of mediums and fabrics involved. Uh, A lot of them looked very much like sort of jellyfish uh, hoops and things. And um, she also, uh, Iris Van Herpen uses a lot of sculpture and sculptural methods in her uh, garments to try and make them really come to life and mould around the model's body. Um, so the meditative movement of the, as she calls, omniverse serves as a portal for the collection and the models um, encircling a state of hypnosis. The collection with Howe, the, um, Anthony Howe, the sculptor who uh, inspired the uh, 2019 collection, um, she says, is in an ecstasy of attentiveness through a symbiosis of all the elements of nature that are dependent on each other. So she feels as though all of the different, the way nature and all the different elements of nature rely on one another and create this um, sort of dependency, she wanted, it creates sort of a movement or a circle of kind of uh, hypnosis, I suppose, and she wanted to try and visualise that in her artwork um, and these collections, which I feel she does very well. It becomes sort of a living, breathing Um, whole with all of these movements of the models walking through this vortex as I said previously the installation on the catwalk which she creates is really mesmerizing. The collection actually ends with um, a garment which she engineered to move so as the model is walking through uh, down the catwalk uh, there is different elements on the dress moving and sort of twirling around her, Um, and this is called the Infinity Dress, and it comes alive on the breath of the finely balanced mechanism, as she says, an engineered skeleton of aluminium, stainless steel and bearings, and they are embroidered with a delicate layering of feathers in cyclical flight revolving around their own centre. So the model is the heart of the garment. And the garment revolves and twists around her. So the next song I would like to play is Avalanche by Maya Lina. Uh, this is a folk artist which has recently broken off from a band and decided to make a solo album. She's got an incredibly mesmerising voice, very beautiful. When I first heard this song, I she sounds very much like Kate Bush but a folky, modern version if you like. And yeah, this is Avalanche. is a great mountain or hill I suppose that's up there and I I remember I found this song after having been to the Lake District and I yeah so there's a really nice charm to it I really like the way she is again modernizing the folk genre turning it into something fresh and new um, and I really felt as though that song links to this collection uh, with the layered vocals and um, almost hypnotic uh, production techniques in that song I think really links to this fashion collection Hypnosis by Iris van Herpen so I think it's good if we talk a bit about Iris van Herpen herself and uh, the artist behind these amazing works. She was born in 1984 in the Netherlands and um, it was her grandmother who introduced her to to fashion and dresses and sort of how fashion can transform your uh, presence and identity and it really has that power for transformation Um, she did a lot of ballet as a child and teenager and um, dancing and the moving body was a big inspiration and she always says it it felt inevitable that she would go into fashion because she liked working with her hands and she was a very creative individual but she didn't necessarily want to do things that didn't involve the body she wanted to do things that were you know active and Went along very nicely with her sort of ballet upbringing. Uh, she always had a fascination for materials and um, and technology, especially. And you can definitely see her inspiration with the modern world and technology, and her her way of using 3D printing and incorporating kind of engineered sculptural things into her into her uh, garments for example this infinity dress which goes at the end of this um collection which moves and uh, it just shows she's she's moving with the times i think it's very important that fashion designers um sort of modernize and and innovate <laughs> and uh, become more yeah more uh, moving along with this new technological era same with artists and um yeah it's it creates lots of endless possibilities and it makes things very exciting you know there's so much that hasn't been explored and i think i found her very much making the most of this um so she ironically she actually says in her when she went to art academy she was very against technology and she just wanted to hand sew everything and just use her hands but now she is known for using 3d printing and all these amazing technique uh technolo- technologies <laughs> and um Yeah, she she found that sticking with the sort of traditional techniques of sewing um, was actually holding her back and if she allowed herself to open up to these modern techniques, uh, she created sure, she will grow as an artist. So yeah, she was very shy as well. She didn't talk much to her classmates and she says she's always been very introverted and had a great sense of focus and can spend hours and hours just working on her clothes. So this 3D printing, as I keep jabbering on about, is, um, she says, opened up many doors for her, because it's a combination of technology, science, nature, and organic shapes, but also handwork, because she will create a model or a sculpture um, by hand, and then she'll send it to the the lab or the 3D printer, and then they will create it in a more 3D way, and it's a, a very nice process, she says. There's a big uh, dichotomy of futuristic modern work, but then um, she's very much against the fast fashion industry. So, yeah, she's very much into the, uh, nature and taking her time and putting effort into single garments rather than, she, she, you know, she refuses to get involved in fast fashion, which I think is definitely becoming more of a thing now with the climate crisis, indeed. So... The next song I would like to play, hmm, what should we go for? The, okay, here we go. This is a song by Jessica Pratt. Um, I know quite an ironic surname, unfortunate, <laughs> but she, um, this song is called As the World Turns and again she has very um, mesmerising vocals similar to Maya lena as you just heard with Avalanche and something very magical about the way she plays the guitar and sings. So yeah, this is Jessica Pratt as the world turns. If you have just tuned in on this lovely sunday afternoon we are discussing the work uh hypnosis by iris van herpen the dutch uh, fashion designer and we are delving a bit into her work how she works her life and sort of the philosophy behind her work um so she really believes iris van herpen that fashion is sold by making a beautiful story Um, which I think makes a lot of sense, because if you think about it, you know, fashion is all about how it's uh, sort of decorating on on the human body, using the human body as a canvas, and um, the person wearing it is the person breathing a story and a life into it, and I guess, you know, the garment really dictates the feelings of the person in it, (laughs) if that made any sense at all. So, if you feel like you're looking at a garment and you think oh when I wear that you know that's going to make me feel this that or the other it really is um a beautiful story that's being sold there so how does Iris van Herpen work well she likes the process of creating something and then letting go of it uh she likes to give it its own life breathe life into the garment um but once she's once she's made it and she's made the collection and it's been shown on the runway, it's no longer hers. Her artwork is now been seen by the you know the public and it's now out there and it's part of every person's life or consciousness who has now seen it. It's not no longer hers because the process she says of making her work is incredibly private and intense and intimate she's just her and her her, her workers sort of uh, amongst nature sitting you know in a, in a cabin working day in day out on these garments and it's um you know breathing life as she said into these garments but once she lets go of them and shows them to the world yeah they're no longer hers and I guess that sort of nice organic process is something which really attracts her she says that the fashion world tends to fetishize the designer and transform them into a celebrity, forgetting the collaborations or many workers which was used to help with the creation of that garment, um, which I think is very true. I think fashion has become very much about the designer and what the designer wears and the, sort of the celebrity of that designer rather than just the work. Or, or, as she said, or the collaborator. She's known very well to... Uh, collaborate a lot with her work especially um uh, using big teams of people and wanting to you know transcend these boundaries within fashion using technology she's no uh, she says herself she's no you know scientist she she wants to collaborate with people who do engineering and sculpture and um that way you learn from other artists and you create more interesting more interesting work she is most inspired by natural forms and tries to recreate them in her garments. Uh, as I was mentioning previously, she um, creates a sort of seaweed or mist, smoke, um, water, leaves, any sort of natural organic um, texture. You can imagine she's she tries to create that. Even water, she's famous for making this water dress, which is a see-through kind of plastic using a 3d printer kind of which molds around the model's body um so it looks like she's the model's just been splashed with water but really it's been frozen in time um yeah very very beautiful works and this particular collection her 2019 hypnosis collection um it's not necessarily trying to capture uh, an, a natural element it's more trying to capture that uh, the natural sort of flowing um cycle within nature as she was mentioning the sort of hypnosis and uh, you know that sucks you in the endless cycles and that feeling of being drawn in um so yeah it's more visual it's, it's sort of making material material materializing at the feeling of hypnosis and being uh sort of sucked in more than anything else Yes, so that's a little bit on how she works and her ideas behind her work, and now I think it's time for another song. Um, I think I'm going to mix it up and play a bit of PJ Harvey um, with 50 Foot Queenie. Here we go. is wakening up quite a bit is 50 Foot Queenie by PJ Harvey the marvellous PJ Harvey um yeah I've played a bit of PJ Harvey previously in the show but that song I just felt really goes with kind of the sassy badass vibe of fashion in general the fashion world especially Iris Van Herpen and her it's, it's interesting because I feel like there's such a, a powerful presence with her work it's very you know Bad ass, you know, dare I say, but it's also got such a mystical, fragile element to it. Um, I think it's because she uses such delicate fabrics and they look very, as if they're not even there, they kind of shimmer in the light and they're, they're very fragile and intricate and flowy and sort of fairy-esque, but then she uses these dramatic shapes and forms which go around the body. Um, you know, these sharp lines, and especially in this particular collection, Hypnosis 2019, I think uh, the sort of harsh jellyfish circular there's a lot of circular, sort of orb like shapes around the models, but using then um, sort of black lines around the body, but then these very sort of creamy, see through fabrics in between. Um, so yeah. There, it's it's a mix between very fragile, but then also very sharp and powerful too. So how about we zoom a little bit more into this collection? Um, again, if you're at home and you have no idea what I'm talking about, because you know uh, here we you know we see with our ears rather than vice versa. Um, I would recommend going into uh, going onto YouTube and just googling or whatever. Um, Iris van Herpen. Uh, hypnosis 2019 and you can watch the entire runway on youtube it's really cool Uh, i recommend watching it um but yeah this particular collection consists of 19 silhouettes that flow deceptively in transparencies um so they're multi-layered around the body they revive the ancient silk moray weaving technique that links to the illusionary nature of human perception. So she does sort of reinvent and recreate these old techniques, as well as renovating and using these modern techniques as well. Um, So, uh, this epicycle, uh, the epicycle looks, so to speak, are constructed by multi-layering luminous organza spheres, as I was saying, these kind of bulbous circular shapes which challenge the relationship between surface and substance through illusionary patterns that wrap into each other infinitely, which I think, I think illusionary is a very good word to be using to describe her work because it is kind of like an illusion, especially with this particular collection. It's very, it tricks your mind, um, sort of sets you into this trance of hypnosis, you know, um, and this uh, Sumi Nagashi, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, rather Anglican. So this Sumi Nagashi garments uh, which reflect the venerable art of Japan. So the Japanese floating ink on water technique. Um, as again, so she's very inspired by Japan. This is uh, recreated by using silks um, and sort of laser cut lines into this sort of dyed silk fabrics which she uses. Um, which is then heat bonded onto transparent tulle to seemingly and seamlessly flow over the skin. So these specific materials and fabrics users, they very much b- like mould and blend onto the model's skin so it looks as though um, model and garment are one and the same, which I think is great, creating sort of a living, breathing art. The model then becomes the garment and vice versa one can't be without the other um which i think is what fashion really should be you know so the next song i would like to play hmm i've played a lot of grimes over the weeks um but i just feel like grimes being such a cool artist she really links to a lot of different artists work and especially with iris uh, van herpen i think this specific song could definitely punch a bit of a bit of uh, life into this show so here we go this is sagrad by grimes enjoy Sagrad by Grimes um I just really like how Grimes is creating uh, or has been for many years I suppose like 10 years now um a new kind of alternative drum and bass which is more mystical and melodic and yeah I really like it and I really like the way that song is um as I was discussing earlier Iris van Urban's work create, you know presents to us a bit of a dichotomy between sort of fragile but also sort of sharp and powerful and I think Grimes is the queen of that dichotomy (laughs) creating music that is so fragile and intimate but also so powerful and you know dramatic makes you want to boogie a little bit you know um (laughs) yeah so Iris Van Herpen hypnosis um hypnosis in R.S. Van Eyupen's words, reflects the beauty and complexity of our environment, exploring the patterns and structures within its fragile landscape. She's so poetic when discussing her work. Um, she's got such a sort of medi- meditative and, um, yeah, just poetic way of discussing the, the philosophies and the ideas behind it. And it's so thought through. Um, you know, it's not just there to, to shock or to look dramatic or you know just look beautiful it's also there to symbolize different things and hypnosis definitely uh, does well to explore that kind of rhythm of nature that sort of ongoing interdependencies sort of within the natural landscape um yeah very very beautiful um we haven't got much time left but I do have some songs left which I would like to play. Um, so far, I hope you have enjoyed the soundtrack. Uh, it's been a pleasure choosing songs for this specific artist um, and her beautiful collection, Hypnosis from 2019. So the next song I would love to play is a bit unusual. It's called Patty Gurdy. Girdie. Um, Gurdy's Green, and I am very into my folk (laughs) and this particular musician uh, uses oh I don't know if I can remember the name it's one of these old-fashioned kind of folk instruments which creates such a it's it's kind of a mixture between um accordion and like guitar it's like a string version of an accordion and it just creates this Awesome noise, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you'll you understand when you listen to it. Uh, this. Is Gurdy's Green by Patty Gertie. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> interesting noise you've ever heard. Patty Gurdie Gurdy's Green. I mean, when I first heard that, I was gobsmacked. It's just such an interesting noise and then, you know, that instrument and then also just the melody is very... I don't really know how to describe it, but um, I do recommend if you're on a summer's evening playing some speed chess with a glass of wine to listen to that song. It definitely accompanies it quite nicely. Creates a rather you know, enjoyable summer experience, so that was Girlies Green, and I really, you know, the folklore kind of roots of of, of folk and that specific song, I really think resonate with Iris Van Herpen's hypnosis, with her work really being inspired so deeply by nature, so that's why I picked that song, as well as it also just being just super cool, (laughs) um, yeah, so, this episode we have been discussing fashion. Uh, We have been talking a lot about Iris Van Herpen and her collection Hypnosis from 2019 um, and the ideas behind the collection, um, various philosophies behind it, inspirations and also a little bit about Iris Van Herpen herself and how she works. Um, If you have not been able to watch the entire show, um, these shows are uploaded onto Fresh Air Radio uh, website um, on demand, so you can always listen to them, and any previous shows which I have made, you can listen to them whenever you want on demand. Uh, I recommend, I've made a few shows so far, one on Andy Warhol, one on Yayo Kasama, and one on Tour Viance on uh, the Moomin creator which was very fun so yes do do check them out too if you if you're keen um so let's play another tune um I'm gonna play a song by Soft Machine uh, the best one of the best albums I've ever listened to is Soft Machine Soft Machine so the band Soft Machine made an album called Soft Machine they're kind of a psychedelic um Rock and roll esque slash jazz fusion type of band, a bit of an amalgamation of everything. Um, super super interesting, super experimental. From I think I want to say the sixties. They're from way back, but this is uh, "Gone the Sailing" by Soft Machine, and it's only fifty seconds long. But again, this this song resonates. Um, very much so with the sort of flowy, otherworldly elements of Iris van Herpen's fashion. So here we go. smorising um that was soft machine gone sailing um yeah it just the the way um, iris van herpen's garments flow and um sort of hug the model's body and become one sort of organic whole it really feels like you can see that with the beautiful sounds of that song um so, Hypnosis. This is an, an, an illusionary collection. It's, far, it's quite psychological. She tends to try and materialise uh, various elements, natural elements, but here we can see that she's, um, you know, shifted and done something else, uh, and instead uh, tried to materialise a psychological trance-like state, uh, being hypnotised. And I think she does this very well by using very experimental, very modern technologies and techniques as well as creating her sort of trademark or maintaining her trademark, um, you know, silk fabrics which are incredibly intricate and delicate and beautiful. So on that note, I'm going to have to say goodbye and thank you very much for listening to me today on uh, this lovely Sunday afternoon. And yeah, thank you very much. I will see you next Sunday.